0: Hare Krishna, so we're very fortunate today on Everyday Chant Haridham Conference call uh, to have uh, his uh, grace Sarvadik Prabhu from Mayapur, India and Prabhuji will enlighten us on the verse uh, I think there are two verses together on uh, 5.5.21 and 22 So thank you so much Prabhuji Please uh, take over Hare Krishna
1: Hare Krishna, Happy New Year to all devotees. Have a wonderful, prosperous, happy, bhakti-filled year by the grace of Sri Guru and Gauranga. So today we are reading Shrimad Bhagavatam, Count 5, Chapter 5, text 21 and 22. I will give it my best shot reading the Sanskrit translation and Srila Prabhupada's extensive purport. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrita Naramchaiba Narotam Devim Sarasatim Vyasam Tatu Jayam Udi Rayat Nashtapreshu Bhatteshu Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttamasloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishthaki Uteshi Virudhya Udhutamaye Saris Precious Te Shusabhodanishta Tato Munusha Pramatas Tatobi Gandhar Vasiddha Vibhudhan Ugaye Devasure Pradhanam Daksha Deyu Brahma Sutas Tutesham Bhava Parasota Virinchi Virincha birya. Samadparoham dijadeva Deva Deva Synonyms Puteshu among things generated with and without symptoms of life. Parugyaha Dandy plants. Uduttama far superior, yea, those who Sarispisha Moving entities like worms and snakes, Teshu of them, sabod and Nishtaha, those who have developed intelligence Tataha than them, Manushyaha, the human beings, Pramataha, the ghostly spirits Tata Api, better than them, Gandharva, the inhabitants of Gandharvaloka, appointed singers in the planets of the demigods. Siddhaha, the inhabitants of Siddhaloka. All have mystic powers, the Buddha Anugaha, the Kinnaras yea, those who, Deva, the demigods, Asurabhyaha, those, uh, then the Asuras, Magavat Pradhanaha, headed by Indra, Daksha Adhyaha, beginning with Daksha, Brahmasurtaha, the direct sons of Brahma, to them, Tesham of them, Bhavaha, Lord Shiva. Paraha, the best sahah he lord Shiva ata moreover varinsha viryaha producing from lord brahma Saha he brahma mat paraha my devotee aham I Deva devaha the worshipper of the brahmanas or the lord of the brahmanas translation of the two energies manifest spirit and dull matter beings possessing living force, vegetables, grass, trees and plants are superior to dull matter, stone, earth etc. Superior to non-moving plants and vegetables are worms and snakes which can move Superior to worms and snakes are animals that have developed intelligence Superior to animals are human beings and superior to human beings are ghosts because they have no material bodies. Superior to ghosts are the Gandharvas And superior to them are the Siddhas, superior to the Siddhas are the Kinnaras, and superior to them are the Asuras. Superior to the Asuras are the demigods, and of the demigods Indra, the king of heaven, is supreme. Superior to Indra are the direct sons of Lord Brahma, sons sons like King Daksha. And superior among Brahma's sons is Lord Shiva. Since Lord Shiva is the son of Lord Brahma, Brahma is considered superior. But Brahma is also subordinate to me, the supreme personality of Godhead, because I am inclined to the Brahmanas. The Brahmanas are best of all. Śrīla Prabhupada's purport in this verse. The Brahmanas are given position, given a, a position superior to that of the supreme Lord. The idea is that the government should be conducted under the guidance of the Brahmanas. <coughs> Although Vishwadev recommended his eldest son Bharat as emperor of the earth. He still had to follow the instructions of the brahmanas in order to govern the world perfectly. The Lord is worshipped as Deva. The Lord is very fond of devotees or brahmanas. This does not refer to so-called caste brahmanas but to qualified brahmanas. A brahmana should be qualified with the eight qualities mentioned in text 24 such as shama, dhamma, satya and Titiksha. The brahmanas should always be worshipped and under their guidance, the ruler should discharge his duty and rule the citizens. Unfortunately, in this age of Kali, the executive is not selected by very intelligent people, nor is he guided by qualified brahmanas. Consequently, chaos results. The mass of people should be educated in Krishna consciousness so that according to the democratic process, they can select a first-class devotee like Bharat Maharaj, head the government. If the head of the state is guided by qualified Brahmanas, everything is completely perfect. In this verse, the evolutionary process is indirectly mentioned. The modern theory that life evolves from matter is to some extent supported in this verse because it is stated Bhuteshu Virudbhyaha. That is, the living entities evolve from vegetables, grass, plants, and trees, which are superior to dull matter. In other words, matter also has the potency to manifest living entities in the form of vegetables. In this this sense, (coughs) life comes out of matter. But matter also comes out of life. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 10 verse 8, I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. There are two energies, material and spiritual, and both originally come from Krishna. Krishna is the supreme living entity. Although it may be said that in the material world the living force is generated from matter, it must be admitted that originally matter is generated from the supreme living being. Nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitanam kata upanishad 2.2.1313 The conclusion is that everything both material and spiritual is generated from the supreme being. <coughs> from the evolutionary point of view, Perfection is reached when a living entity attains the platform of a Brahmana. A Brahmana is a worshipper of the Supreme Brahman, and the Supreme Brahman worships the Brahmana. In other words, the devotee is subordinate to the Supreme Lord, and the Lord is inclined to see the satisfaction of his devotee. A Brahmana is called Dvijadeva, and the Lord is called Dvijadeva Deva. He is the Lord of the Brahmanas. The evolutionary process is also explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita Vajilila Chapter 19, wherein it is said that there are two types of living entities, moving and non-moving. Among moving entities there are birds, beasts, aquatics, human beings, and so on. Of these, the human beings are supposed to be the best, but they are few. Of these small numbers of human beings, there are many low-class human beings like Vlechas, Palindas, Bhaudas, and Shabaras. A human being is elev- elevated enough to accept the Vedic principle is superior. Among, among those who accept the Vedic principles, generally known as Varnashram, presently known as the Hindu system, few actually follow these principles. Of those who actually follow the Vedic principles, most perform fruitive activity or pious activity for elevation to a high position. Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 7, Text 3. Out of many attached to fruitive activity, one may be a jnani, that is, one philosophically inclined and superior to the karmis. yatatama pi Out of many jnanis, one may, one may be liberated from material bondage, and out of many millions of liberated jnanis, one may become a devotee of Krishna. <coughs> Oma Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Janashalakai Chakshurun Militanjena Tasmai Sri Guravenama Mukam Kurati Bacchalam Bhangam Vangayate Girinya Kripa Tamaham Bandai Sri Gurum Deenataranam Anksho Bhagavata Sada Dasa Smi Sarvata Takripa Pekshako Nityam Tatprestisat Guram Isom a Guru Janata Deenabandhos vananda Data Kuranaika Sindhav Brindavana Seena Gitavatara Prasidara Prayapajara Bandenandad Putasha Yam se Chaitanda Mahaprabhu Nit Chopi Yet Prasadat said Bhakti Shastra Pavartaka Nityananda Mahamdomi Saravananda Paramparam Harinamaparam Devam Babadhuti Sharominim Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shidvaita Gara Dha Sri Vasa Adi Gaur Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram Ram Ram, Ram Hare Vanchakalpatra Vista Kripa Sindhubye Gacha Patitanam Pavinibhyo Vaisna Vibhyo Namo Namo <coughs>
2: The
1: first point, <coughs> excuse me, the first point Srila Prabhupada makes in the poor point is that the brahmanas are given a position superior to that of the Lord. Brahmanya deva deva, as it said here, that he becomes the devotee of his devotee. This is the power of Krishna bhakti. There are many examples of this. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would serve the devotees hand and foot. They'd sit down for prasadam and and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, knowing the heart of the devotee being the Supreme Omniscient Lord, situated within the heart of every living being, could understand what is the favorite preparation of each devotee. This devotee likes bitter, this devotee likes sweet, this devotee likes pungent, this devotee likes sour. So he say, take more, take more. According to their own individual taste, he would garland the devotees and adorn their body with sandalwood pulp with his own hand. He was a servant of his devotees. And of course he read in Bhagavad Gita, Lord is famous as Partasarati. He was the driver, the, the Sarati, the Sutta, the, the low-class occupation. And he took that position to serve his devotee, Arjuna. So many examples of this uh, throughout Shastra, how the Lord becomes a servant of his devotee. Uh, and Vamandev, vamandev became the servant of Balimharish. Balimharash was chastised and thrown down to Sutala, Loka, but this is subterranean, heavenly planet. And Bamande became the doorkeeper for Bali Maharaj. He's still there as the doorkeeper for Bali Maharaj. So many examples of how Krishna, out of affection for his devotee, becomes servant of his devotee. So this is the power of bhakti. Uh, he is not subject to such influence by jnana, by karma, by yoga. After all, he's known as Bhaktivatsal. He's not yogi vatsal, karmi vatsal, jnani vatsal. He's bhakti vatsal. Vatsa means a a calf. And just as the mother cow has extreme love and affection and protective attitude towards its baby and calf, Krishna also has that same loving attitude towards his devotee. So he told Arjuna, Declare boldly Arjuna, Arjuna, my devotee never perishes. And if we look at Mahabharata, for example, we see example after example after example of how Krishna always favored the Pandavas. Because he can't neglect the love of the Pandavas. He says in Bhagavad Gita, that I'm equal to everyone. But ye bhajanti to man someone who worships me, who becomes my devotee, he cannot neglect that. And that's natural. Srila Prabhupada gave a nice example. He said, if a father has several sons, he loves them all, but he becomes particularly inclined to that son who has love for him. This is natural. So Krishna is very, very inclined to the brahmanas. How much more must he be inclined to the devotees, the Vaishnavas. Because Brahmana is a uh, a material position. Vaishnava is a spiritual position. We shouldn't confuse that. (coughs) And we can talk about that a little bit later in the class. I wanted to move through the purport a little more. Then Prabhupada says here the idea is that the government should be conducted under the guidance of the Brahmanas. This is a very, very important statement. Because why do we see chaos? Prabhupada says that. Why is there chaos? Because there's no good guidance. The brahmana is likened to the head of our body. A person can get along without his arms. He can get along without his legs. He can even get along without his stomach and can be fed fed intravenously. But if you lose your head, the whole body is finished. So we see chaos in human society all over the world due to the lack of one thing, and that is Krishna consciousness. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, there's no lack anywhere in the material world. There's enough food, there's enough shelter, there's enough clothing, there's enough for everybody. But because there's no good guidance given by the Brahmanas, there's a lack of Krishna consciousness, therefore, human society is in chaos. So one of Srila Prabhupada's objectives in the International Society of Krishna Consciousness, ISKCON, was to create a class of Vaishnava Brahmanas. Some of them may be Vaishnava Katriya, Vaishnav, Vaishnava, Vaishnav, Sudra, and they're all Vaishnavas, all destined to go back to Godhead. But the specific duty of the Brahminical class of men is to give guidance to society, to give guidance, good advice, to, to teach the Kattriya's society, the leaders, the administrators, how, how to manage society, how to execute their duty. Without that, the whole thing falls apart. And society goes into chaos. Because brahmanical, brahmanical life means what? They understand. <coughs> Atato brahmajigyasa. That human life is meant exclusively. The, uh, the ultimate objective of human life is to become self-realized. To understand and be able to ask this essential question. Who am I? Why am I here? Who is God? What is my relationship with God? If these questions are not in the forefront of human society's consciousness, it's no better than animal society. And the difference between animal society and a progressive society is the good direction given by the Br- class of men. Without, th- without that direction, then it's just animal society. One, every, every dog for himself. <coughs> or they call it, what, rat race. And what are they racing after? Sense gratification. This is, just, this is endless cycle because racing after sense gratification means racing towards your next birth and your next death and your next birth and your next death over and over and over again with no end in sight. So the whole principle of brahminical guidance is to guide people towards the ultimate goal of life, which is to become free from this world not just how to stay here and be happy and enjoy sense gratification. That's also in Vedas. <coughs> <coughs> Bhagavad Gita says, <coughs> yamimam pusmitam baccham pravadanti Veda Vadarata partha nanyan vadana." That the vedavadharata, persons who think that the flowery words of the Vedas that promise good birth, material opulence, sense gratification, they think there's nothing more than that. And for that they, they engage themselves in opulent expensive, intricate Vedic ritual for what? For going to heaven. but They can't stay. They have to come back down. So how is how can we accept this as the purpose of life? It's not. Veda is ultimately meant to give us liberation. Give us establish not just even, liber- we're not even interested in liberation ultimately. Rather, Veda is ultimately meant to establish us in a loving relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vidaisavar Aham Eva Vedya Krishna says in fifteenth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. That I am the compiler of Vedanta, I am the knower of Vedanta. That this is Krishna's giving direction through the whole Veda is meant for this purpose. And what is a Brahman's duty? Patan Patan Yajan Yajan Dana Pratigraha. His duty is to teach Vedic literature and first learn, of course you can't become a professor until you become a student so first become a student, learn, study Shastra and teach Shastra. Worship the Deity and teach other people to worship the Deity, which means teach other people the system the standard of Brahminical behavior. Worship the Deity and make other people qualified to worship the Deity. Accept charity and give charity. These are the six occupations of a Brahmana. So Without that direction, human society is complete chaos. This is the first uh, important point that Srila Prabhupada makes here. And how those people that do that, Krishna becomes very, very inclined. They say namo brahmanadevaya go brahmanahitayacat jagaditaya krishnaya govindaya namo namaha. That Krishna is very, very inclined. He's very favorable for Brahminical culture and cow protection. Why? Because these two things work hand in hand for the elevation of human society. But what do we find in Kali Yuga? Just the opposite. The the so-called intellectual class have been purchased by the Vaishas to create gadgets, to create uh, profit, to create sense gratification. And cows are being replaced. The bull, the father of human society that is tilling the land and producing food the bull is being replaced by the tractor, and the bull is being eaten because they have no economic value to the demoniac farmer of Kali Yuga. They think, oh, it's just another mouth to feed. What is the use of this bull? It plows so slowly. I'll buy a tractor. I can, I can till more land. I can create more food. I can sell more food. I can get more money. And with money, I will enjoy. What is the use of this bull? Let us sell it and eat. This is Kali Yuga. And this is, the, this is what's happening all over the world. The cow and the bull are being exploited. But they're the basis of a prosperous society. We, we read in the, in the kingdom of Nanda Maharaj he had nine lakhs of cows and Krishna would take them all out. Cow herding. Of course someone may ask, how is that possible? Nightlessly. One cow occupies this much space. Vrindavan is this big. Math doesn't work. This is a spiritual conception. Nine lakhs of cows can fit in the head of a pin, if, if Lord desires. But the whole Vaishya was co- community was so prosperous, wearing gold jewelry and silk and happy and prosperous and satisfied in life by cow protection and agriculture. Krishi Gorakshy, Vyanijam, Vaishya Karma, This is the activity of Vaishya community, is to produce for the benefit of human society, not to exploit human society, to manipulate human society through the ages of the Brahminical, so-called Brahminical, the intelligent class of men, whose intelligence is exploited to learn newer and newer ways to to manipulate human society through internet, through mobile phones, through movies, through media, newspapers, radio, television. People are completely brainwashed by the intellectual class of men learning how to stimulate people's senses, how to make them envious, how to make them greedy, how to make them unsatisfied, and make them think that the solution to all their problems is to go out and buy something. Buy a new car. Buy a new house. Buy jewelry. Buy clothes. Buy electronics. And all of these things will make you happy. But is, is society happy? Not at all. Did you know that every year in America, almost 100,000 people die from drug overdose. 100,000, that works out to about 275 people every day in America die from drug overdose. There's millions and millions, almost 20 million alcoholics in America, and hundreds of thousands of people die on the roads from alcohol related accidents. Are all these things, I want to speak of you know, the relationships between men and women is completely um, just out of control. It's sexually transmitted diseases, women are exploited, women are treated like newspaper. I read that newspaper, you crumple it up and throw it away. It's only good for one read. And women, are they're not protected, children are not protected. Uh, so many anomalies are there in, in Kali Yuga. So this all happens because of lack of guidance from the brahmanas, actual brahmanas, the intellectual class, who are meant to be Krishna conscious. And Krishna consciousness is not a rubber stamp. Prabhupada mentions in the purport that a brahmana is not someone who is born in the family of brahmanas. And, and Shasta says actually without Garbhadana Sanskar that no one is a brahmana. kalo sambhava In Kali-yuga Everyone is born a Shudra, but because of pratishta and excessive pride of, of birth, people think I am a Brahmana because my father is a Brahmana. To this class of person, I reply to them, my father was an orthopedic surgeon, so can I operate on you? My, after all, this is your idea that because your father is qualified, you get the same qualification. So my father was a surgeon, let me operate on you. Why not? This is your philosophy. Unde- understand the insanity of the proposition that my father is a Brahmana therefore I automatically become a Brahmana no Maharaj Yudhishthir was instructed by Narada Muni Narada Muni told him <laughs> which means that if someone is born in the family of Brahmanas but his quality his Guna, Karma <laughs> is that of a shudra, he is by definition a shudra, someone please turn off your uh, microphone please, Adibo, please turn off your microphone, thank you, so if someone is born in the family of Brahmanism, but his quality is that of a shudra, he is by definition a shudra, by guna and karma, conversely If someone is born in the family of Shudras, but he has the qualification, the guna and karma, the qualification and activity of a Brahmana, he is a Brahmana. And there's no mention of birth, Krishna says in Gita also. Chaturvanyam mayashrishtam, guna, karma and bhagasa. means the uh, categories. The categories of the different varnas are defined by guna and karma. There is no mention of birth what is your what is your qualification to be a brahmana so we should also take note of that in our ISKCON society do, do you think that anyone who has received second initiation is a brahmana they are not are is every devotee who has received second initiation peaceful clean nonviolent self-controlled austere this we read this in Bhagavad Gita Samodhamatapasocham kantir astikyam brahma karma these are the qualifications peacefulness, self-control austerity, uh, purity, cleanliness tolerance, honesty, uh, knowledge, realization religiousness, is every person who's taken a second initiation have these qualities of a Brahmana. They do not. But they're more than a Brahmana because they're a Vaishnava. They're going back to Godhead. So from this point of view, they're more than a Brahmana. But devotees who have received second initiation should not think, and we should not think in our society, that everyone that's wearing a sacred thread or who is chanting Brahma Gayatri, Gora Gayatri, Guru Gayatri, Gopal Gayatri, Kam Gayatri, Anyone who is chanting these Gayatri mantras becomes a Brahmana. They may develop the qualities of a Brahmana, or they may not, according to the body they've received. Bhagavad Gita says, na karyate uh, jaragunai That everyone is forced to act helplessly according to the qualities that we get uh, due to the influence of the modes of material nature. No one can stop doing something even for a moment. We fall into this material world, sattam rajas iti guna prakriti sambhava nibadnanti mahabaho dehi dehi namabhyayam. Just as rain falls from the sky, pure, but when it touches the earth it becomes muddy. So in the same way, because we've come into this material world, we fall under the influence of the modes of material nature, sattva, rajas, and tamas, goodness, passion, and ignorance, due to the mamamaya dharatya, Krishna's insurmountable material energy. We fall into that influence. Bhagavatam says, hmm, what is that? I'm forgetting the verse. Anyway, Bhagavatam explains how a person comes to this world, he accepts, he, he falls into this world and takes shelter of the particle of male semina, is injected into the womb of a woman, and his whole material experience begins with that. Daiva sareta kānashaya. The Daiva Netrena by the order of the devatas we're working under the direction of the Supreme Lord who is the witness to all of our life's activities. They see what kind of activities you've been engaged in and we get a body according to our past activities. We, we have created our own situation in this world. Tatenukam shamanu bhunjana evat makritam vipakam. Evat makritam means and we've created our own karma. We've created our body
2: <coughs>
1: due to the activities of our last life. So, not everyone has the opportunity to come to a Brahminical stage of life. This is what Varnashram is all about. Prabhupada is talking here about Varnashram also in this purport. Varnashram means that everyone has a place, everyone has an activity, and everyone has particular rules and regulations they're obliged to follow. A brahmana, for example, is meant to live a very simple life, not an opulent life of sense gratification, because he's Shocham. He's he's living peaceful life. He's self-controlled. He's living austere, simple life, a life of purity and tolerance. This is a brahminical life. He is not. Like a Kshatriya, who, who invaded culture, Kshatriya would have many wives. He's a king. He has his army. He has his treasury. His, ar- his palace. He's administering. He's giving judgment in, in legal cases. He's executing criminals. He's powerful. Sauryam teja tatir daksham. Yudhya yachapya vilayanam. Dana ishra bhavasya Shatya karma subhavajam. And these are the activities of sartra. Because this is the body they get. And how do we get body? By falling into this material world, we get a particular kind of body. We're stuck with it. We're stuck with our nature to a a large extent. Even Kaliya, and the story of Kaliya, Kaliya was chastised by Krishna. He got extreme mercy. Yogis and transcendentalists meditate for lifetimes to get the dust of the lotus feet of the Lord. But Kaliya, Got the Lord's feet dancing on his head, but when he was chast- after he was chastised and became penitent, he prayed to the Lord that said, "Oh, it's very difficult. I was born like this. I was born like this. I was born a snake. This is my nature, and it's very difficult for me to give this up. So this is the nature of this world. It's not so easy that I'll just become a Brahmana. I'm a Brahmana now. I'm wearing a thread. I'm chanting Gayatri." Now I've become a Brahmana. No. Everyone should follow their own specific Dharma. Bhagavat Shriman Bhagavatam says, uh dvija shaista varnashama vi bhagasha. Sunushtitasya dharmasya santir haditoshanam. The sunushtitasya dharmasya everyone has their own individual unique relationship with the Lord. And the perfection of that relationship, the Ideal manifestation of that relationship is hari just to please the Lord. If Lord is pleased, and we go back to Godhead, what does it matter? If you go back to Godhead from the brahminical stage of life, vaishya stage of life, shudra, in that way, we're all equal. And Krishna says this also in Bhagavad Gita, maam he partha ye Styo yanti Then anyone from any social background, any economic background, any economic background, any gender, whoever takes shelter of him, mama Shutya, Whoever takes shelter of me yanti paramgatim. He goes back to Godhead. So this is the principle of daivivarnashram. That our objective is to please Krishna, sancitir Haditoshanam, and to go back to Godhead. And from that point of view, what does it matter? but we have to give up pride, because everyone wants to be the top dog. I'm a brahmana. You're a brahmana if you have the qualities of a brahmana, period. If you don't have the qualities of the guna and the karma also, the work of a brahmana, you're not a brahmana, period. This is Shastra. I have a friend, I worked for 20 years in the jewelry industry as as a goldsmith, and I have a friend who was a stone dealer. He's selling diamonds and rubies, emeralds, citrine, peridot, amethyst, all types of stones. So his educational background, he had a very big degree as a, a, a mechanical engineer. But was, is he a mechanical engineer? He has the quality of, a, of, a, of an engineer. But his karma is that he's selling stones. He's in, the, in business. He's not an engin- you can't say he's an engineer because he's not working as an engineer. So in the same way, Someone has to have the qualities of a brahmana, samotabhat and he has to have the work he has to be doing the work of a brahmana also. Patan Patan Yajan Dajan Dana pratigraha. He has to be studying Shastra, teaching Shastra, worshiping the deity, teaching others how to worship the deity, making brahmanas. And he has to accept donations and give donations, not accumulate donations and have an opulent lifestyle of sense gratification. Simple life. These are the qualifications of a brahmana to be known as a brahmana. You don't become a brahmana just by taking second initiation. So we should understand this very carefully. So this system, this Varnashram system that uh, we talk about, we hear about in Bhagavad Gita is created by the Lord. Guna, Karma, viva, uh, Chaturvanya, maya Mayashrishtam maya means it's created by the Lord. It's ever existing it's not that we're creating a Varnashram system the system is already there by the Lord's arrangement there's different kinds of people in the world We're not all the same this is a foolish idea this is a demoniac idea also promoted by Karl Marx and other demoniac personalities and we should be understand this carefully and not let this enter into our iskon society that we're all the same we're all we all have the same opportunity to go back to Godhead. But we're all different also. Is everyone equal in financial strength? Is everyone equal in intellectual strength? Is everyone equal in bodily strength? Is everyone equal in birth? It's simply not true. Birth in India is glorified in 5th Canto, Shrimad Bhagavatam. Even a dog born in Bharat is fortunate. What to speak of someone born as a human being? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally instructed anyone born in Bharat to become perfect and preach Krishna consciousness. So th- this is an extraordinary birth. We're not all equal in birth, in education, in opulence, in financial standing, social standing, intelligence, strength. How can we say? It's a foolish idea to say we're all equal. Although this is this is what? Declaration of Independence? All men are created equal? We're equal in the eyes of God, and this is what counts. But materially we are different. Therefore, human society has to be organized in terms of our differences. How to get the best thing from a person? Not the caste system. Caste system means if you're born in the family of Brahmanas, you're a Brahmana. And if you're born in the family of shudras, you're a shudra. There's no social mobility. A shudra can never become a priest because he's born in the family of shudras. This robs human society of its potential, of the individual, the potential of the individual. I mean, some of our greatest acharyas were born in shud. Naratam Das Takur was born in shudra. Veda Bias. They might the the pandas in Puri may not allow. Veda Vyas to come in the temple. Oh, you're born a caste family. So we reject this idea that we're all equal. There's social mobility based on guna and karma. What kind of body you get, what kind of past life you have, we can understand that from this lifetime. What is our inclination for spiritual life? What is our, our, what is our detachment? What is our knowledge? What is our intellect? What is our opulence? We can understand what was our last life by what's happening in this life. We can get a very clear idea of that. So, Srila Prabhupada also comments. I found this. I was looking for this quote. He he says, human society is similar to any other animal society, but to elevate men from the animal status, the above-mentioned divisions are created by the Lord for the systematic development of Krishna consciousness. The tendency of a particular man toward work is determined by the modes of nature uh, modes of material nature which he has acquired by our karma, we get a particular mode of nature. So, on account of that, we're obliged to work in a particular way. And if we don't, then society is in chaos, and that we see today. And even in our institution, if a if a brahmana is sent out to the field to harvest vegetables, how, will he be happy? And isn't the best use of his qualification? It's a waste of his qualification. Anyone can pick vegetables. Any simple person can pick vegetables. But if you put the the vegetable picker, the agriculturalist on the altar, or put him in a college class, then this is also a waste. He'll not be happy and he'll not perform be able to perform the duty properly. So in our society we should acknowledge the differences and the similarities. Differences meaning? Differences of qualification. And the similarities meaning? That everyone goes back to Godhead. What does it matter? No ahankar. I'm better than you. There, everything is valuable. The, shudra is, the whole society can't go on without shudra c- c- contribution because they're doing all the work. But shudras need direction. Kshatriyas can't go on properly. They don't know what to do without direction of the brahmanas. And the Vaishyas if they're not governed by the Kshatriyas, they, they take over society and create chaos, and that we see today. Because of the demoniac the, the Vaishya community who never satisfied with more and more and more and more. They asked Howard Hughes, who is a famous, ultimate, ultimate uh, uh, wealthy personality, had billions of dollars at his disposal. He could buy anything he wanted. So they asked him, Mr. Hughes, You can buy anything you want. You can buy a whole country if you want. You have so much money at your disposal. You can buy anything. So what is it you want? You have all this money. What is it you want out of life? He immediately said, I want more money. Lust to enjoy money and sex and good food and sense gratification and cars and opulence. Burns like fire, Krishna says and is never satisfied. You can't satisfy fire by supplying fuel to it. And you can't supply this, the lust for money and influence in the world by supplying more and more sense gratification. So, the Vaishya community has to be regulated by the Kshatriyas, under the direction of the Kshatriyas. Uh, excuse me, underneath the direction of the Brahmanas. So this is a big topic, Varnasham is a very big topic um, but there's one other important verse I looked up in the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. This is Tavat Karmani Kurvita Navrividyeta Yavata Matkata Shavanadova Shraddha Yavan Nijayate. Quote As long as one is not satisfied, uh, satiated, excuse me, as long as one is not satiated by fruitive activity and has not awakened his taste for devotional service by Shravanam Kirtanam Dishna, one has to act according to the regulative principles of the Vedic injunctions. This is an important verse. It's not that because we're devotees, I got initiated, now I have a guru, I'm doing devotional service, I'm chanting Harinam, I wear tilak, I go to the temple. That's wonderful. It's a perfection of life. It's the beginning of the perfection of life, I should say. But as long as we're not satiated by food of activity, in other words, as long as we have our heart is still afflicted by material desires, and we haven't awakened love of God, we're obliged to act with the principles and of Varnasham Dharma, Vedic injunctions. So Varnasham, Srila Prabhupada, isn't for the outsiders, it's also for us. It's for this society. To be honest, what is your position in life? And fulfill your duties according to your capacity. And be satisfied with that. And, that, and be free from envy. Oh, why not me? How come I don't get to do this How come they're doing RT? How come I don't get to do RT? Blah, 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 blah. We're going back to Godhead. What does it matter? So Prabhupada gave uh, instruction here in this purport about Barnasham and he gave significant space here to talking about evolution also. But this is a whole other huge topic and I'm not really very qualified to speak about evolution. I'm not a scientist. I haven't studied it, but um, we should take note that when Prabhupada talks here, because devotees may be confused, like because he said, uh, that the modern theory of that life evolves from matter is to some extent supported in this verse. devotees may be confused, That Prabhupada said, life comes from life. Well, what's Prabhupada talking about here? That this means that evolution is evolution of the Atma through different life forms. Not Not that one form of life is becoming another that, that one one form of life is becoming another, like the soul may be born as a worm, he becomes a rat, the rat becomes a cow, a cow becomes a monkey, monkey takes birth as a human being, it's the same soul, so th- there's evolution of species not ev- not that the rat evolves into. A crow, the crow evolves into another species. One species evolves into another, but the soul is passing through established species that have existed for millennia. Even there's the fossil record shows us, like there's there's a tree called the ginkgo tree. They grow in the in the northwest or in the uh, northwest and in northeast also. It's a very it's a very ancient tree It's a very distinctive leaf, and you can find fossils that are millions of years old that look exactly like a ginkgo leaf in 2021. So it's not that there's evolution of species. Species exist, but the soul is passing through different species. It's evolution of the soul through different species of life. So we can understand it uh, in this way. Prabhupada says the very significant statement in the purport here also. He says a Brahmana is a worshiper of the Supreme Brahman and the Supreme Brahman worships the Brahmana. This is an amazing thing. That the, that the Supreme Brahman, Krishna, Supreme Personality of Godhead, it becomes a worshiper of the, of the Brahmana. And this, of course, is a beautiful story of Sudama. Best example of this is a beautiful, beautiful story of Sudama, who was so poor, he couldn't feed his family. Uh, they're starving. He, you know, Durbhiksha, no one was giving any donation to him, they're not eating properly, not wearing proper clothes, no place to live. But because Sudama was the class friend of Krishna, even one night their guru, Sandeepi Nimoni, sent them out to gather wood and there was a huge storm and Krishna and Sudama had to stay together, huddled together in the, in the freezing rain and blowing wind, stuck in the storm. That intimate, intimate relationship, they grew up together. So much love was there. So S- Sudama's wife said your friend is Krishna So you go to dwarka and he certainly he can help you certainly he he loves you you love him you have this long standing relationship certainly he can help you so sudama was very very rela- he's a pure devotee he's thinking how can i ask krishna for anything i want to serve krishna i love krishna i don't i don't want to take anything from krishna but his wife insisted no. Oh, bring him some gift. Bring some. So they, he tied some pieces of broken rice in the corner of his chadar and made his way to Dwarka from his home. When he arrived, Krishna placed him on his own bedstead, worshipped him and washed his feet and sprinkled that water on his own head on the heads of all the Mahishis, all the queens and residents of the palace. And Rukmini is thinking, who is this person? This, this beggar person in ragged clothes skinny, not even properly fed, coming off the road dirty, and the Lord is worshipping this person. Who is this? This is a Brahmana. A, a, not more, more, actually, Sudama was more his eternal associate. He's Vaishnava. He's a lover of the Lord. And Krishna showed so much affection for him. And he asked him, so you've brought me something? You have something for me? He said, no, 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 nothing, nothing for you, Lord. Krishna forcibly said, give me some. And he began eating this raw, chipped rice, Rukmini stopped him because as Krishna was eating, Sudama's opulence was increasing beyond imagination in his own home. And when he returned, his wife was dressed in silk and gold, a palatial residence, by the blessing of Krishna. But Sudama never asked Krishna for anything because Krishna understands the need of a devotee. There's a nice story in this regard, also, about one devotee. I'm forgetting his name. It's Chaitanya something. He was serving in our new Dwarka temple during the time of Srila Prabhupada, my godbrother. He was uh, in construction. He was very expert in construction. And we had just purchased the large uh, building at 55th, Second Av- uh, 55th Street in New York City. And Srila Prabhupada wanted a temple room built in the basement. So he called for this devotee. He says, so tell me, uh, Chaitanya Prabhu, Chaitanya Singh, or Chaitanya somebody. Uh, and Chaitanya Nar- Nishinga, Nishinga Chaitanya, I can't remember his name. Anyway, so tell me, how long will it take, Srila is asking him, how long will it take to construct a beautiful temple room on the ground floor of this new building? So he started calculating, he said, I think Srila Prabhupada maybe 6 months maybe a little longer 6 months maybe 8 months probably said no i need it done in 6 weeks please go do it and what he was flabbergasted what how is it possible he ran home and told his wife honey we're moving to new york <laughs> so for 6 weeks this devotee hardly slept he hardly ate and all he did was work on this construction project to make the temple room to make a temple room for Srila Prabhupada in this building. When Srila Prabhupada arrived, all the devotees were lined up on the sidewalk with gifts for Srila Prabhupada. Somebody had flowers. Somebody had some sweets. Someone had a chadar. Someone had a, a wool a muffler. Everyone had beautiful gifts for Prabhupada. For and Chaitanya, this devotee, he's standing there in his overalls. The paint's still drying in the temple room. And his, his hands are covered with paint. He's wearing dirty overalls and he's sweaty and dirty, hasn't shaved for three days. But he thinks, what can I give Prabhupada? Everyone else is giving Prabhupada some beautiful gift. I have nothing to give Prabhupada. So he runs back to the Pajari room and he finds one dead, wilted rose. The leaves are starting to dry up and the petals are turning black. But he thought, I have nothing else to give Prabhupada. So Prabhupada goes down the line of devotees waiting to greet him and they're giving him gifts and Prabhupada's reciprocating with them. and he finally stands in front of this devotee and the devotee is feeling so bad that I can't this is useless, some dried dead flower, how can I give this to Prabhupada? so he's holding it behind his back as if he had nothing to give Prabhupada so Prabhupada's standing there, he says so what have you brought for me? please give me what you brought and Prabhupada took that flower and he looked in, in his eyes he said thank you thank you very much for your service. So much reciprocation and appreciation for the hard labor this devotee did for six weeks, creating something that usually would have taken six months to do. So as the Supreme Personality of Godhead reciprocates with this devotee also, Sri Guru also reciprocates with this devotee. And this is the perfection of life. This is this is how we go back to Godhead. A, a part from our material qualification or lack of material qualification. Everyone, and Actually, and, and devotees are qualified somehow or other. Every devotee has something to contribute to the, to the Krishna consciousness movement. Because even the smallest thing can be essential. Srila Prabhupada gave a nice example. He said, like in a machine, it may be just a, a one tiny little screw that costs a nickel. But without that screw, the whole big machine can't work. So similarly, in our Krishna Consciousness movement, everyone plays a role. Mothers changing diapers and raising children play an extremely important role.
2: H- husbands
1: going out and working and maintaining families play an extremely important role. Building our, our communities, building our societies. Teachers, educators, pujaris, managers, everyone plays an important role. And by that, by the execution of that role, sunushti tasya dharmasa, their own individual, unique dharma. Their own, their own individual, unique relationship with the Lord. By that, Sansidir Hari Lord is pleased, and Everyone goes back to Godhead. This is a beautiful, beautiful uh, understanding we have of this Krishna consciousness movement. And last thing, um, after this huge. Uh, uh, Description from inanimate objects up to, you know, through the devatas, through the rishis, through all these different species of life. the what is the topmost person? Is a brahmana. But who is more than a brahmana? A, a shudra Vaishnava, a mlecha Vaishnava is more than a brahmana because Krishna is their everything manmana bhava bhakto namasku, that they want to worship Krishna, they bow down to Krishna, Krishna is their everything, vasudeva-sarvamiti, samahatma-sadurlava most rare soul, so this verse glorifies the brahmana but how much more is a devotee, and Srila Prabhupada ends the purport uh, out of many jnanis one may be liberated from material bondage and out of many millions of liberated jnanis, one may become a devotee of krishna most rare thing so we should appreciate how fortunate we are to come to krishna consciousness we may not be very advanced devotees but we're on the path our feet are firmly on the path of krishna bhakti and that is the highest achievement to take up this process of krishna consciousness to become a devotee and krishna calls that samahatma sudurlava great rare a great soul a rare great soul so we should all count our blessings. And if we really appreciate that, we should try and help other people also, because Vaishnava's heart bleeds for the unhappiness of others who are devoid of the simple knowledge of how to live in this world, satisfy your material desires, and ultimately become pure devotee and go back home, back to Godhead. This is uh, the purport uh, of this whole Varnashram system, how to become pure devotee, the Daivi Varnashram system. How to go back to Godhead. So thank you very much for your kind attention. If anyone has any uh, comment, question, correction, I welcome that. Any questions? Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Thank you so much for the wonderful class.
0: I had one question while you were reading the translation like uh, they have spoken about uh, you know different different species are there so like uh, uh, is there some uh, rule or science behind the fact that once we get a human body then uh, you know in what situation we can become a uh, say a plant or we can become an animal or grass or something like that because all of them are living in a way right
2: so
0: uh, that's good. uh yeah Prabhupada, so this is my question. Uh I mean is it because like you know, I mean obviously we've heard one example that if you know people uh, of the from the Damodar Leela, right? The if you expose yourself then you know you become a tree like that. You yeah. know, so uh-huh. that's what happened. So for that particular reason you become a tree. So is there any other also uh, Reasons or situation involved in which one becomes like uh, other living entities?
1: You know, Prabhupada talks about, you know, someone wants wants to eat rare meat and be be a dog, be a tiger, be a lion. That's all they eat. They tear tear big chunks of quivering, bleeding flesh from their victim. And this is their happiness. So this is what you want. You know, I I like to eat rare steak. So be a tiger, be a dog. Bhagavad Gita says, Urdam Gatshanti Sattvastha, Madhiti Sattvastha, Jagannaguna Vritti Adho Gatshanti Tamasa. It's a description of what happens by our association with the modes of nature. Urdam Gatshanti Sattvastha, in mode of goodness one goes up. He's elevated. Madhiti rajasa, if one is influenced, by, predominantly influenced by the mode of passion, rajagun, then he takes birth in human society, and jaganya guna If someone is involved in abominable activities, adhoga shanti He goes down. There's, there's hellish planets also, or different species of life. You can don't think it's not possible to become an insect or a worm. That's also possible. So according to one's sinful life, and this this whole. If someone's very implicated in in sinful life, then they go, I was just reading today in in, uh, Sixth Canto, Prabhupada mentions that if someone is very implicated in sinful life, they go to hell, and the hellish torment they endure there prepares them for their next body. So there's one place, one hell called Krimi Boja, where you're cast into a lake and then worms eat your body. So you become very intimately associated with worms preparing your next body as a worm. Because worm is also a soul. This is a vision of, of, of uh, a sampane hastini pandita samadashina. This is a vision of a learned person. A cow, a dog, a dog eater, a brahmana, elephant. He sees everyone equally. He doesn't identify with the body. Rather there's a soul. So there's a, wherever we see life there's a soul. A worm, a bird, an insect, a mosquito. What makes a a mosquito just a bunch of chemicals flying around looking for some blood to suck? No. Chemicals don't suck blood. There's a living being there who's conditioned by his past life activities to think this warm body is my food and I'm going to suck blood out of this warm body. That's what he does. That's his nature. How has he gotten it? By his by associating with the guna, abominable modes of nature, he gets an abominable body. So everything is death, is, is, everything is set out by the lord 's arrangement. The modes of nature are controlling everyone. I quoted the verse, as we work in this world and contact the modes of material nature, we get a corresponding body. Oh, there's another verse in, uh, I think, 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Purusha prakriti stohi, bhangte prakriti jan gunan. Karanam gunasangasya sarasad joni jammasu. The purusha prakriti stohi means the purusha, the soul, the atma, is stuck, we're situated in the, in this material world. Prakriti. Prakriti means modes of nature. Sattva, rajas, and tamas. Uh, purusha prakriti, bhangte prakriti jan gunan and everyone wants to enjoy those modes according to their nature that we've created from our past life. Someone wants to enjoy raw flesh, someone wants to enjoy gulab jamans, someone wants to uh, eat worms, someone wants to eat rasgula under the influence of the modes of the nature, purusha prakriti prakritijan karanam gunasangasya that by this association karanam means the cause of this, this, this association is the cause sad asad janma, janmasu of getting sad yoni or asad yoni sad yoni means being born as a human being being born as a demigod sad or asad yoni means being born as a worm as a crocodile, as a crow, as an ant these are all asad yonis that we've created by our past life activities We can understand what we're doing in our last life by what we are this life. So, be careful. (laughs) Be very careful. Bharat Maharaj. Bharat Maharaj came to the stage of bhava. You read in Bhagavatam. He's in love with God. He's experiencing divine love of God. The preliminary stage of prema. But he became attached to a deer and everyone knows the story. He died thinking of his deer and he became a deer. so we should be careful also don't keep a pet deer, don't keep a pet dog. Don't just keep dogs sometimes for what? very unclean nasty thing keep a dog if you're living in a farm they're living outside okay don't keep a dog at home It'll contaminate your whole house or your whole home and contaminate your mind also. My sister is an a, a Episcopal priest, a retired Episcopal priest now. But she's in love with her dog. She's always chanting the name of her dog. She gives him these cutesy names, like uh, Lydia Rose, and she's always chanting, Lydia Rose, oh cute Lydia Rose, Lydia Rose. She's always chanting her dog's name. <laughs> and she has this you know, black priest outfit she wears, but it's covered with dog hair. I was I was visiting her one time. I'm sitting in her living room early in the morning chanting japa and a cat her cat walks in and vomits on the rug. And bleh. Then her dog comes in, takes sniffs sniffing sniff it. Mm yum <laughs> the dog says eating it. These are filthy creatures. And we invite them into our home. We invite them into our consciousness. Bharat Maharaj invited a deer into his consciousness. He gave up his sadhana. Because of his attachment to deer. So, what happened? He became a deer. So, is it possible for a devotee to become a dog? Absolutely. There's even a story here in Mayapur. One dog would come into the, they sneak into the temple room and come before Srila Prabhupada's Vyasasan and do full Dandavat Pranam, lying on the floor with his head on the ground, arms and legs outstretched in front of Srila Prabhupada's Vyasasan. And they they shoot this, take this dog out. They throw they stone. No, no, go away, wait, wait. The Sankirtan devotees took him miles away and he came back. Next thing you know, he's in front of Prabhupada's Vyasa-san doing Dandavat Pranam, a dog. So what do you say? is this an ordinary thing? It's not ordinary. This is a devotee, fallen devotee who made some serious offense and he's come begging for mercy from Prabhupada. He's completely conscious of what he's doing. He's got a dog body, but he's this is Jati is he's remembering what is his last life, and he's seeking forgiveness for his, for his offense in the body of a dog. So it's not that the, oh I'm a devotee, I'm chanting 60 rounds, everything's hunky-dory, everything's cool. Now we should be very careful. Prabhupada said this about his Western disciples, anyway. He said, "My Western disciples are very nice, but they're not afraid of Maya. We should all be afraid of Maya and take shelter of the is Seat of the Lord. We take shelter of Krishna, everything's good. But we should be careful to do that. Every day is a regular daily function. So, those thoughts come to mind in, in regard to your question, Vata
0: Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Prabhuji, one more question. Guess, you talked about the story of Sudama, right? Sudama?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So, S- Sudama is a friend of, uh, 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 like, well, was a friend of Krishna and then he was uh, later on separated from him and then he got married and then he became poor. So, uh, was it that he committed some offense? Because if he was a friend of Krishna, then why is it that, uh, you know, that poverty came on him and then he got married and all that? No, no, no. no.
1: That's his... First of all, this is Leela. Leela is instructive. But Sudama is eternal friend of Krishna. And this is Nitya Leela. Somewhere, Sudama is on... Somewhere in the universe, Sudama, in the creation of God, somewhere Sudama is on his way to visit Krishna. Somewhere Krishna is lifting Govardhan hill. Somewhere he's dancing with gopis. Somewhere he's eating with the cowherd boys. This is Nitya Leela. But the Leela is also instructive. That devotional life doesn't mean that I've done all this for you, now you do for me. This is karma. This is not bhakti. Understand Sudama's mood. I don't want to take anything from Krishna, but because his wife said, you have to go. Okay, let me go and approach him. But he he was very shy even to give little pieces of chipped rice to the Lord. It's not that we become devotees and we become full of material opulence. And if we don't, we're thinking, oh, I'm a bad devotee. I'm just a fallen devotee. I'm struggling, I don't have money, I can't pay my bills, or I have health issues, or I have relationship issues. We bring all that karma with us to devotional service. So don't make that mistake to think that we can judge our progress in spiritual life by our material opulence, it's not
2: true.
0: Also, so that means uh, uh, he, whatever condition he was in, he was content and happy. He was a devotee a friend of Krishna. Look at,
1: you know, many of these questions can be answered if we simply examine the life of Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada went through extreme difficulty in his life. He had an unhappy marriage. He had disobedient children. One of his sons became like mad, you know, on the street picking up papers to, to sell to make a living. Have failed business. Uh, he had, didn't have happy relationship with with a few of his godbrothers he had, he had many challenges in his life but why? to show the world and when he, what to speak of what happened when he came to America thrown down the stairs by a crazy man someone broke into his place stole his typewriter stole his entire Gita manuscript that he'd labored on for years you know he's in the freezing cold weather no help, no food even no one to serve them, and serving these, these uh, hippie-type people, waiting on them hand and foot, to, to collect money, to cut vegetables, to cook, to feed them, to wash their dishes, clean the place, stand in line in bath, to use the bathroom? Why? So the whole world can see what is pure devotional service. So the, whole, so the whole world can see what is a pure devotee, what it means to be a pure devotee. Pure devotee doesn't mean Maharaj Yudhishthira with a he's also a pure devotee. But many varieties of pure devotees. Doesn't mean that you have to have a palace like Maharaj Yudhishthira and a treasury and an army. Or Ambarish Maharaj or all the or Alfred or Ambarish our Ambarish, Iskan's Ambarish. Oh, he's a great, great devotee because he has money? No, he's a great great devotee because he's Ambarish Das, servant of his guru. Not because he has money. So we, we can't equate material prosperity with advancement in spiritual life. This is a great mistake. Or having good health or beautiful body or happy relationship. Oh, this means I I have a good marriage, so I'm a great devotee? No. I have good health, so I'm a great devotee? No. One may have a horrible relationship. Challenging relationship. Shila Prabhupada's own sister, Pishima. The Bengali Bengali word Pishima means uh, father's sister. So we call Prabhupada's sister Pishima. She had a horrible marriage. Her husband was a meat-eater, drinker. He wasn't chaste in his relationship to his wife. But she persevered her whole life. And you know, ultimately he became a devotee also. But she struggled. And, and this is the and this is the life of pure devotees, really. The Pandavas. Mother Yashoda went blind, crying for Krishna after Krishna left Vrindavan for Mathura. This is, you know, we shouldn't mistake material prosperity. Kunti Maharani said this. The persons who get good birth, learning, material opulence, bodily beauty, they become madha, completely intoxicated. Who, is, who, who has relationship with Krishna? A Kinshana devotee, who has no other asset in his life but Krishna. Whether he has money, or whether he doesn't have money, whether he has health or he doesn't have health. Whether he has bodily beauty or he's ugly. His only asset is Krishna. This is pure devotee. So don't judge either way. Someone who has no money or someone who has doesn't matter. Our, our relationship with the Lord is what matters. And that, and that will deliver us from this material world. Your money you can't take with you. Not one paisa. So we should think over these things very carefully to understand what is a pure devotee.
0: Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, and actually, why this question uh, came to my mind is because I don't know. I had vaguely heard about the fact that um, one some guru was there who told Krishna and Sudama to go somewhere in the forest, but Sudama did not go, and there was some leela in his connected to with Krishna in his previous life. I heard here on the conference call only from some devotee. That then, because of that that his condition became like that, but def- definitely um, that is not a criteria. a pure devotee can be rich or poor, but you know his uh, uh, he has to think of Krishna as like all in all, so <clears throat> I was just wondering if there is some story you know about that also because well, there's, you know,
1: many, there's many stories in the Puranas, sometimes they agree with each other, sometimes they don't hmm. so personally i just I like to stick what I read in. Krishna
0: yeah. That, the thing why I ask this question Prabhuji is because you know uh, Srila Prabhupada has mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita also that if you do bhakti then you know then uh, you can be born in a brahmana family then you will be having the riches so you don't have to worry so he was telling some of the advantages right He's mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita it says so, uh, yeah what's that uh-huh. So why is that mentioned then? Why is Prabhupada Ji mentioned this? He uh, says, you know?
1: Brahmin family, because Arjun hmm. asked, he asked, what is the condition of a person hmm. of, who is Yogabrashta, who falls from yoga? <clears throat> is he like a riven cloud with no situation in any sphere? And Lord answered, said that that such a person, I, I'm forgetting, another verse is coming to mind. Anyway, he says that such a person is born in a pious Brahmin family, or in a family of rich aristocracy, so Brahmin family I means real Brahman, Brahmins are very very simple. They don't have material opulence because there's a whole there's a whole leel about that also how a, a Lord Vishnu, uh, a, a Brahmana Dravasa Muni, kicked Lord I think Dravasa. Brighum. No Brighum, Brighumuni, Brighumuni cooked, kicked the Lord right in the chest to see yeah, who is the most tolerant. And because of that act, Lord said, Oh, my dear I has my hard chest injured, your soft lotus foot? <laughs> so, taught. they could understand, here is the Supreme Lord. But Goddess Lakshmi didn't think it was funny. She cursed Brahmins not to have prosperity. So, many Brahmin, Brahminical families, are top class devotees, but they have very, very simple life. And they're, and they're satisfied. They don't want, because material prosperity, come, along with material prosperity, comes many anxieties. My money. How will I keep my money? Money is always a problem. If you don't have money, that's a big problem. And if you have money, you're always thinking, how will I make it grow? How will I protect it? My family wants to take it. The government wants to take it. The thieves want to take it. How will I protect my money? It, it creates anxiety. Bhagavatam describes how money creates anxiety, duplicity, cheating, sinful life. In, in, unless money is used for Krishna, it will create all those things in a person's life. So money is always a problem, unless we use it for Krishna. So Brahman has no interest in material asset. He's not interested in money. He may have money, he may not have money. He doesn't mind. Because he knows, whatever I get is given, whatever uh, situation in my life is given by the Lord, and I accept it uh, with gratitude. If he's, if he's flat out broke, he accepts it with gratitude. The Krishna and uh, Another story. Uh, Shiva's Thakur. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Shiva's Thakur. I said, Shiva's Thakur, I see you have family here, big family. You're eating nicely. and But you're not working. So how is it you're maintaining yourself? He said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, One, two, three. He said, If after the first day no nothing comes, then I will fast. If the second day nothing comes, I'll fast. Third day nothing comes, I will fast. If you don't send anything, I will fast. And after the third day, nothing comes. I will simply drown in the Ganges. I'm completely dependent on your mercy. This is a Brahmin. Mahaprabhu was very, very pleased with his attitude. And who is Srivastakur? Narada Muni. So this is an example. I'm not suggesting (laughs) that devotees try doing that in America. But we should understand that we're not maintained by a paycheck. That this this is a, is a blessing from the Lord that comes to us. We should see our prosperity as a blessing from the Lord, which can be taken away at any moment also. Anything can happen. So we depend exclusively because of that, because the devotee knows that, he, de- he depends exclusively on the mercy of the Lord. Even Again, in Srila Prabhupada's life, there was a time in Prabhupada's life, he was very, very prosperous. He was driving a big American car, unheard of in Calcutta driving a big Chevrolet or some big American car. But Krishna, Yasya ha Bhagavatam describes what is the first uh, installment of mercy? Krishna says, I take everything away. Not that he gives everything. He may give, he may not give. He may take everything away, he may not take it away. But the devotee is happy in every circumstance. This is a Vaishnava Brahmin. He's not, he's not hankering. We, we pray. It's not an empty prayer. We make this prayer. What do I want? A Haituki Bhakti. Anything else is superfluous. I don't need these things. They come, they don't come. doesn't matter. But what do I want? What is important to me? A Bhakti. That is important. And this is, the, this is the, the mindset of a Vaishnava, and especially Vaishnava Brahmana. Kartier, leader-type person, he has many anxieties to push on Krishna consciousness. Temple president, GBC, regional regional secretary, has many anxieties to try to solve problems, push on Krishna consciousness, how to spread Krishna consciousness. It's a different life. Vaishya is always thinking. What's a Vaishya thinking about profit? He lives and breathes profit. How to increase profit? How to how to make money? That's good that's what he does. He's he's born that way. Society needs successful vaishas. We we offer our pranam, our dandava to vaishas, successful vaishas, because they're maintaining the whole society. And Brahmins are not. Kshatriyas are not. Shudras are just working. The whole thing, vaishas are the belly. The belly supplies all the necessities of life to the whole body. So we offer pranam to people who think about profit. Because they're Vaishnavas, they know what to do with money. They want money and they know what to do with it. Build temples, distribute books, distribute prasadam, uh, support needy Vaishnavas, many, many things. Money is good. We want money because we know what to do with it. So everyone's needed. Everyone's needed in society. But for Brahmana, simple life. Simple life.
0: Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Yeah. I think one mm-hmm. Prabhuji had a question. Uh, uh,
3: Partha Prabhu. Hello, had... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a question, Prabhuji, about uh, this Ekalavya uh, story. So, uh, Drunajarya, I am not sure whether it's the right forum to ask. Uh yes, Ekalabhya sure. was a Sudra, Sudra uh, son, and he wanted to uh, get uh, uh, archery uh, instruction from Drunajarya. And, uh, But uh, uh, Dronacharya refused him, though he was quite qualified. So, why didn't um, uh, Dronacharya? Was he in a violation of uh, Deva or was it? I mean,
1: no, it, wasn't, not sure. it, it he was not He was asked for Guru Dakshin. Asked, Dronacharya asked for his thumb as Guru Dakshin. Why? Because he wasn't okay. actual guru bhakti. He had no guru bhakti. He wanted oh. to worship his guru. He made a statue of his guru and worshipped his guru for this express purpose to become greater than Arjuna. There was no guru bhakti. So his guru, Dronachari, could understand this. says, okay, give me guru dakshina, give me your thumb. So he had no guru bhakti. He had envy for Arjuna. So, we could understand we should understand this story properly.
3: Oh, okay. Well, this was not connected with the varnas, Okay, okay. I got it. No. Okay. <laughs> Good work.
1: Well, we okay. Varnasham uh, judges a person by their quality, by their qualification yeah, yeah. for
2: Bhakti. But-
3: mm-hmm. not, okay. not by birth. And uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, another thing, so when did this get degenerated into a birth kind of a situation that is... Uh, it was initially, I mean, uh, okay, I mean...
1: When Krishna left the when planet, that, uh, when okay. Krishna left the planet, then all inauspicious thing, then then it became Kali's kingdom. This is Kali's, Kali Maharaja's kingdom. And he's destroying all the, Kaler dosha Raj and Eko this is Kali's kingdom, there's no good thing. Okay. So it, the whole, all inauspicious things, Came into being, became influential after the disappearance of the Lord. But uh, Bhagavatam also says, what's that? Mm. Uh, the, anyway, there's not one verse that display describes Bhagavatam that after the disappearance of the Lord to his own abode, to, accompanied by knowledge, religion, etc., and men in this age will get light from this Purana.
0: So yeah. Bhagavatam,
1: Lord, Lord left, but people can take get the same benefit of the Lord's association from Srimad Bhagavatam. But Kali, Kali's yeah. influence became prominent after the Lord left this world.
3: Arka, Arka is there, yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Parnata, and, and, Parnata, and, and, Krishne swa pagate Lo But after the disappearance of the Lord, accompanied by knowledge, religion, etc., Lord left and all Kali Yuga flooded the. Kali begged Mara This is also significant to our discussion. Kali begged Yudhisthira. Give me some place. You're the king and I'm your subject, so you have to give me some place to live. So he said, wherever there's liquor, wherever there's prostitution, where there's meeting and gambling, he said, well, there's, these things don't exist in your kingdom. Give me one other place. He said, you can live where there's gold. And who, what kind of crown was Maharaj Yudhishthira wearing? Golden crown. <coughs> so the, the Kachriya class also being corrupt from that time. And we see that in Kali Yuga. So-called kings are, are simply figureheads. They're corrupt. The king of England, he's just a sense enjoyer. They have no power. They're just, they're just useless people. Of course, if you say that in the UK, you may get thrown in jail. You know, you know, God bless the queen and all that stuff. But they're just figureheads. They have no power. They have no power to benefit society. They're just leeches. They're, using, they're spending society's tax money for their sense gratification and not giving anything in return. So this is called the and that all happened when Lord left this world.
3: Is it that uh, the brahmanas also became uh, like um, disqualified? Uh, so yes. it, it, it goes hand in hand with the birth uh, brahmana by birth, right? Because
1: uh, brahmana also, by birth, and yeah. they lost all quality. Also, this is how Bhagavatam came into being, because. Uh, <laughs> Shringi, cursed Maharaj's prediction.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Unnecessarily, but this is Leela also. If that curse is not there, then Bhagavatam wouldn't have come out Lord uh, Lord of Shukadeva's mouth. There's no Bhagavatam without Shringi cursing Maharaj's prediction. Because Bhagavatam was yeah, spoken yeah. To, to Maharaj's prediction on the, um, at the verge of his death. Same thing with Bhagavad Gita. Arjuna is he's a family member, family member of the Lord. How is it possible? His Lord's become his servant. How is it possible for such a devotee to fall into Maya? Impossible, except by the Lord's will, so that Bhagavad Gita can come out of the Lord's mouth. This is Lila. Yeah. yeah. Arjuna Arjun fell into Maya for for our for our benefit by the Lord's will. Yes, yeah. So same thing. Sharmakrisi and Shringi, they're they're Brahmins. Even the young boy has so much power, Brahma Tejas, that he could curse a great devotee like Manish Pariksit. And Pariksit Manish had power to counter curse, <coughs> but he didn't do that because he's a devotee. He saw this is the will of the Lord. Let me accept everything as the will of the Lord, and he's always ready to leave this world. So we should also live our life like that. Also, be always ready to leave. Because it can happen any day. We don't know. Yeah. So thank you for a nice question, Prabhu.
0: Prabhuji, also like when uh, in the Ramayana, uh, mantra and uh, keke right? How oh, excellent! Excellent
1: yeah? example, Prabhuji. Excellent example.
0: Mm, and Lord Ram went for fourteen years. And then all this so there's always some something negative coming, right? Some negative.
1: There's no Ramayan, there's no Ramayan without Ravana, right? Without Ravana there's no Ramayana. Yes,
0: yes.
1: Without without Kaikai becoming disturbed and envious. Everything's a lesson. In Leela everything's a lesson. True. But we should understand it as Leela also.
0: With this Leela, I wanted to share one thing I heard from one devotee that when, you know, Lord Ram came back, he wanted to meet, I'm uh, um, um, am I saying the name right, Mantra? Who's the one who influenced? Mantra. He wanted to meet her specially, and he paid his obeisances to her. So imagine Lord, you know, like having gone for 14 years, but still he is thankful because he was able to conduct the Leela, you know, so God has no no thing as uh, grudge in his heart, you know, whether yep. it's Krishna or Lord Ram.
1: Nami Dvesh Napriya No Dvesh towards even his enemy
2: hmm. who created
1: so, much, created so much trouble for Rama. But Nami Dvesh Napriya, no one is my enemy, no one is my object of scorn, no one is dear to me. He said, except devotee. Yetu Bhajanti, to whoever worships him, who becomes his devotee, he can't, he can't neglect him. He can't be equal to the devotee. Whoever worships him, who becomes my devotee, he can't be equal to that person.